What is going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom Says. I am your host, as always, Garrett Williams, and I am joined by two co-hosts today. One on my left, your right, in the top right corner is Mr. Kyle Henning. Kyle, how are we doing today, sir? Doing good. It was pretty rainy around today, so it was a little bit of a chill day. That was nice. Um, Not too bad. Uh, Good win this weekend. Another team we just played like 10 15 days ago next weekend so ready to talk some football yep yep and then filling in for the one arrowhead tom we've got mr chief of the north himself randy ellenberger how we doing randy doing awesome doing awesome uh excited to, to step in for tom and uh it'll be my first time chatting with uh with kyle live on on the show so yes yeah. it is we're just breaking barriers now now we've hung out with oh, the whole Lord. crew you know it's gonna be it's Don't. gonna be a good one. ready it's ready to be a time. wild one. It's gonna be a wild ride here, folks. Right. Um, so yeah, before we get into the uh, the the topics at hand, I'm gonna take a moment here. I'm gonna steal Arrowhead Tom's bit and uh, shout out the beginning of the podcast that you all should like and subscribe and uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go ahead and uh, if you're watching on or listening on YouTube, uh, you can also find us on podcast platforms. If you're on podcast platforms, you can find us on YouTube, and you should definitely check us out over there. The Kingdom Says on YouTube. So just getting a little uh, shout-out pre-episode uh, to really get it out there for, for folks. I like that idea from Tom. So that's mine now. Thank you very much. Uh, so the Chiefs yeah, the Chiefs did take down the, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, this past Sunday in what I would call easily the best game of the year for the Chiefs. Um, definitely the most complete effort that they've seen uh, from offense and defense. Uh, the offense really sparked alive there. The defense stumbled a little bit at the gates and then picked it up when the offense kind of kind of fell. So it was a good, very well balanced game um, with a lot of storylines that we're gonna that we're gonna dive into. Um, starting with the offense, I think I think we'll start on the offensive side of the football. Kyle, what did you see from the Chiefs' offense uh, on Sunday? Rhythm. That's the main thing I saw, which is the thing we've been missing. It comfortability, a little more relaxed, not as much pushing from everybody. I also saw people being used in situations that were more um, conductive to their uh, skill sets. Um, I'm not surprised that changed. There was a face brought back into this locker room last week that seems to have had a rather positive effect on that room. Um, Just from simply him being comfortable and he hasn't been gone from the offense that long. He's, I think Patrick said it in his press conference. He's pretty comfortable with the offense. It didn't take him long to get right back in. We saw him make another big play on a punt return, which has been kind of his one of his things here. Well, he's when he was here the first time and immediately gets right back to it, makes a big play on third down, knows exactly where the sticks are, gets right to it, a play that we watched the week before being in completion and not a first down and cost us a drive and so on and so forth. So things you can directly see correlating on the field. Him, and then, like I said, he – he seems to bring a relaxing presence to the room. They're not as tense. They're not as uptight. They was messing around with Rasheed Rice after the game. He's running around having a good, like he's known Rasheed Rice for like four days, five days, maybe, maybe. So like (laughs) just him, them seeming to breathe a little bit as an offense and everybody going, "Ah," seemed, and also, Familiar defense and Brandon Staley deciding to not cover Travis Kelsey seemed to help too. So that was pretty wild. I, yeah, I mean, you they got into a rhythm. The amount of time they see us, and the amount of times Travis Kelsey has burned them, you'd think maybe try something. 
But uh, they I didn't. heard they sure I heard there was some interesting locker room comments from the Chargers side of things. Nate Taylor mentioned it on Only Weird Games that you anybody that's interested in that might go check out Daniel Popper. I think is who it is for the Athletic that covers the Chargers. Hmm. There were some confused slash frustrated slash whatever you'd like to call it quotes floating around in there. Um, it makes sense. If I'm Derwin I mean, James, I'm looking around at Brandon Staley and asking why exactly I'm currently on the field if all we're going to do is play zone. Because, like, his whole job, basically, it for, for the Chargers, and the reason that he was brought in was to play man coverage against Travis Kelsey, and they did it, like, seven times Sunday, and I'm so yeah, confused. They didn't really do it much. He won a couple of those routes anyways, but... It, it was, was, going, sure was but I would also rather have him in man coverage than his own coverage every day of the week, all day of the week. And then when they did, they didn't just man him up, go watch the mic'd up. He's like, oh, all you guys come over here with me. And there's three dudes standing in front of him over here. <laughs> he was, plays yeah. going that way. I'll take two. Oh, I'll, I'll take, take two. two. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah. he's over here. At, or, or the my, I think my favorite one was. Hey, how'd you know that was going to be cover zero? Uh, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> right? Yeah, this was it was a very impressive showing from from Travis Kelsey in the offense. Um, obviously, Randy, it's it's one of those things you'd think the Chargers can kind of prepare for it, but uh, he they just didn't. And and Travis Kelsey, he was just finding holes in the zone. So I was going to say, like Kyle said, they just played zone the entire time, basically. Because yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like anybody that watches Kansas City. No, is it like Travis Kelsey eats up zone coverage? Ah. He will run whatever route he wants, but he will find that soft spot. And it's it's no secret to anybody. Yeah. The fact that they didn't put Derwin on it, which they've done typically in the past, and Derwin has has probably played Travis better than anybody. You don't do that, like why? Like, yeah. Do you not like your job? <laughs> because Stuff like that is gonna, stuff like that's gonna get you fired. And like we were just talking a little bit, you know, pre-record. Like I like Brandon Staley where he is because that team yeah. should be much better yeah. than they are. Man, that's that, so much better. The the I'm talent just, on I, that roster compared to what that team actually is, it's crazy. And it exactly. really all comes well, down to like, the, so it, the I mean, it, it, it's coming from the head down somewhere. Like yeah. there is a disconnect between the thought process and the philosophy and the scheme and the talent that they have on that football team. It just doesn't make sense. But Brandon, yeah, there's, something, so, there's something kind of interesting. I think he wants. I don't, that's fine with me. I mean, he can continue to make bonehead mistakes and I'm cool with that. So, yeah, it's, there's something I feel like that's kind of interesting, like, especially with this game. Um, Cause usually when the chiefs, when the chiefs play a team, when the team comes to the chiefs, they like really switch up their game plan for the chiefs, right? Like it's not, not too many times you really see teams kind of play to their tendencies against the Chiefs. Yeah, it was a little bit. I saw it discussed a little bit on Twitter. I think Mitchell Schwartz was talking about it a little bit. How like they would just see so many different looks and stuff on defense because teams were just trying anything to to disrupt you know the Chiefs' offense. And so you get like a game like this, and they just didn't. I mean, they did. It's, it's something we've seen usually when we play like the Raiders, like when. Uh, what was that? What was the defensive coordinator for the Raiders a couple years ago? Oh, um, Gus Bradley. Yeah, yeah. 
where he would just play the same defense against us every time. Who just got absolutely destroyed over and yeah. over and over. Like, there's been some teams again. that have come in and just played their normal games versus oh. the Chiefs, and they usually get eaten up pretty quick. And that's yeah. exactly what we saw from the Chargers. I mean, they played just an A1 Chargers game for them, which is, you know, just not charging it up. Like, shooting themselves yeah. in the foot, well, not playing, not really. Play. Yeah, it, it was it – was, so, it definitely starts so from the top down. Interesting pieces to this because part of it is, and and I would, the reason I think Brandon Staley keeps his job fair more often than not is because he wins the other games. But when it comes to the division, Andy puts him in a blender over and over and over again. It doesn't matter what he does. I think Brandon Staley is to the point with the defense when he plays the Chiefs. He's like, we're just going to do what we do because whenever I've tried anything else, it still doesn't matter. I, yeah, and with division coaches, I think there's an element to eventually where it's like, okay, all right, what, uh, what, what would you like us to do? We tried that and it didn't work, and we tried that yeah. and it didn't work, and we tried that and it didn't work, and nothing works. So we're gonna do what we're good at and hope they don't do what they're good at and destroy it. Well, unfortunately, Travis had 150 at halftime, I think. So, crazy. Um, the other part of that, though, is Brand the the on the other side of the ball. You saw the new guy to this rivalry, to this set of games. Kellen Moore's never doesn't didn't see the Chiefs in Dallas right. a lot, as evidenced by um, I believe Zach Eisen pointing that out. At Micah Parsons has seen the Chiefs exactly once um, since like twenty I think sixteen or whatever it was seventeen. So yeah, um, but. From that point, he, he kind of, at first, Spags was like, all right, well, this is different. And you saw the defense have to get used to some things at first. But mm-hmm. one thing that doesn't get talked about enough is what Spagnuolo does at halftime, which is something that we used to, and I know people have forgotten this because everything's been so nice and gravy since, you know, like 2019. But name. if you guys remember a name. certain guy named Bob Sutton, who uh, this you, fan base. Why why did you bring you, up the ghost? Like there's no ghost. Because building. because we no, don't I, talk about yeah. Spags's and and the and the improvement and the things that he has done that we like people used to literally scream at their television sets for 15 minutes at halftime of what to do differently and then watch the defense not do it in the second half. Right. You know who exactly. else got tired of it? The players in the locker room because they were screaming the same things and it wasn't right. right. This is where I'm afraid that they're getting to Brandon Staley though is because of what I mentioned earlier. Some quotes coming around that locker room and all that stuff around that post. It wasn't good. It doesn't it doesn't instill a lot of confidence in your head coach with some of those things being said. And, like, I get it to an extent, but also their adjustments. And, by the way, it's all three sides of the ball because if you go back and watch the McCole Hardman punt return, take a peek at who's on the field as the rest of the unit. You'll notice that the starting defense is out there for the most part. Right, yeah, like Mike safe. Dana, yeah. George Karloftis, Leo Chanel. Like Mike Dana is running around on the field. Like, what am I doing? What is ha- what is <laughs> I'm supposed to? Bl- okay, I'll block that guy. This? All right, cool. What I is, mean, like- McCole mentioned that in his interview. Like it was punt safe. <laughs> yeah, like, that was not set up for a return. Like those guys yeah. don't even know what they're doing. Exactly. Like That's George and Leo are out front. Like I, uh, all right, we're supposed to run those dudes over. Cool. This is fun. We usually yeah. get the other all side. Right, just find a guy to block. Just find someone. <laughs> exactly. But like, that's what I mean when I say like eventually, like after a while of getting it beat into your heads that you don't have an answer for them, no matter what you do, even when you get it close, you get down and you get to 
Oh, we've got him dead. Oh, there goes Travis Kelsey up the middle for a tie touchdown. And now it's overtime and the game's over because he beat Derwin on a back shoulder fade to the pylon. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Like, it was it's tough. the same thing every year. And it's mm-hmm. the same. And, and we talked about this a little bit pre-show and somewhat during. But it's not just the same. It's been a different general manager. It's been a different head coach. It's been a different quarterback. It's been different personnel. It's been different medical staff. It's been different everything. And it's the same story it was with Philip Rivers as it was before. It's it's always the same thing. It's really just they're never going to not be the Chargers. I don't know what it is. And and some of the things lately, too, because, I mean, he leans so hard on the analytics. Like, you hear that. And then didn't. He didn't do much of it this game, yeah. He punted for, like, the 50. I think part yeah. of it was like I don't think he has like a feel for the game. Like I, I think not, he's not definitely he's lost Andy. it for real. Yeah, he is. No, like he just. Seems I think like he really is just like rattled by the Chiefs. Time. Like yeah. he just he is so has just no idea what to do against well, the Chiefs anymore. And, I think and, he's and really by the way, crazy. Justin Herbert isn't innocent in this, and we'll talk about it when we get to the defensive side of the ball. But the offense, the reason that we're so I'm so dead set on trying to figure out what's going on with this Chargers defense is because oh by the way, guys, Brandon Staley's a defensive coordinator. Like that was his calling card before he got That's to be the a whole head coach. This year. Yeah, right. It's pretty. It's it's wild. I, another another group that needs to be shouted out is the offensive line for the Chiefs. Oh, they had a pretty another. good game, and really, I think it actually kind of came more down to uh, the defense. The Chargers' defensive line really underperforming. Um, but they were there was a couple times you know they lost contain on Mahomes, like the MVS touchdown, uh, where he just scrambles out to the right and. What do you not want Mahomes to do in a game? You don't want him to escape the pocket and extend the play. Well, and that's what happened. And they got a touchdown to. on it. He didn't have that's... to. The funny part about that touchdown is he didn't have to make that. He could have thrown the yeah. ball to MVS on the original route and then decided to not, and then found him again later, which is yeah. rough. Which is and he's yeah. Well, he did that partially because what you just talked about the tackles, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa did not exist for the most part. They were in that non-existent. Game. Which, which that's, that's, I think that was one of the biggest things that I, I thought about in that first half was like, okay, Where you have you two, you have two dudes rushing on your ends. Like, I don't like Bosa. I think he's a meathead and he's kind of a turd, but he's a good football player. Mac, mm-hmm. Max is not as good as his brother, but yeah, exactly. He's not, he's, he's Mac not Nick. Max been a beast for a long time. Granted, he's probably on the downside last week, right now, but exactly. he had six sacks last week. He did before Bill had the juice. Like, I don't know what was up with Mac and Bosa, but they really did not there. They got shut down for sure. Whatsoever. Jalon Taylor so, and Donovan Smith. If you don't have any pressure off the edge, trying to knock, you know, Pat off his game. Like, what do you think's going to happen? You're well, going you to, you're going to see 300 yards in the first half. Like when you can't blitz him. Right. Yeah. If you blitz them, they run a screen on you with Isaiah. Pacheco. I, I you guys see the little, think- there's a little caveat to that play where right before the right before the play, Pat like he points at him. He's like, yeah, he, he points. At, he's like talking yeah. to Pacheco. He's like pointing guy. out the guys yeah. who are blitzing, and he's like, uh-huh. the, like the last thing you'd ever think, the guy you're pointing out pass, pass pro to is gonna run a screen on you, and then he just runs right by Derwin James, no less, and uh, when I used right to in for the that's, touchdown. That's what I used to call tell the fullbacks the hay block on the little yeah. fullback screen. You yell hey at that guy, hey at that guy. He stops his feet real quick. You slip. <laughs> You got the screen and off you go. So that's exactly. I mean, it. You watch on TV. He's like, that's that's your guy. 
You know, you yeah. give them a quick little, quick little. Is that the same? Is that the same screen they ran the flood screen on? Is that the flood screen that they ran? Because they ran everybody to the left side of the on one of the screens. They ran everybody to the left side flood of the field, was, yeah, and the, the screen, screen came back out to the right. McKinnon got called back. Okay, oh, yeah, that was the, the McKinnon because Mitch back, Schwartz right. was talking about. I was. He said something about. Oh, Andy put that back in. We haven't run that in a while. We used to. That's right. I think that was a. I think that was a Jamal. That was a Jamal yeah, play right and there. And also that call was um Yeah, some anyway. BS. It was whack. But I, I just think that his anticipation was I'm gonna get pressure with this front four and then I can play zone behind it because they're gonna get home quick enough. And then yeah. they didn't, and then that. he didn't adjust anything. No. Yeah. And it was like you can't forget okay. you can't forget his wheels. Pat Patty Wheels was was very prevalent as well. I mean he well, yeah. that, the, there's one. There's the one. Times like, they did play man. Yeah. Well, there was one play that he scrambled for the first down. There was like it was the third and ten, and they were all just guarding the first down marker. And I was yeah. like, he's just gonna run it. Hello. Like, yeah. There's no one. And then and he yeah. did. For he like points to Sky yards. and Sky blocks him, and he gets right behind yeah. him and takes a little yeah, first Sky down. Sky like, a huge block. Yeah. There were some pr- impressive nice. performances from from some of the receivers. Obviously, all um, of them. Rasheed frankly. Rice had another really good game. Travis Kelsey, that's that's a given, but MVS got some more usage. Was a little bit more than a decoy this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah he actually caught passes. Crazy, crazy to think about. Um, it's good to see. I think the receiver room will keep developing, especially with the addition of Miko Hardman. We'll see about uh, the other the other folks in that room. Kadarius Tony ran a route, by the way. I I know <laughs> Nate pointed did. it out, but I saw it immediately. Like no, like he ran a real route. Oh, oh a real route. He didn't oh, nice. run a little screen route he didn't run a jet sweep yeah. motion he ran an actual think, route yeah in the field. i think they're really just saving saving Kadarius tony i don't think they're going to use him whatsoever I, that, until like december really yeah i i just it jumped off the screen at me it that did, i saw he him didn't actually run, run a, a route, route in past i was like oh lord also yeah Miko Harmon ran route two and he got a first down. So that's pretty crazy. Sky Moore had two good I think two catches for first downs. I tweeted out, I was like, yeah. I, I apologize to Miko. I'm like, I'm sorry. Welcome yeah. back. And I, was, I was pretty hyped. Honestly, when he when he returned that punt, I got like heavy Kadarius Tony punt return vibes from the Super Bowl. Right. Like obviously it didn't result in this as as epic, but I was just like, Oh, this is this is yeah, pretty like, cool, especially with the Dante Hall call out right before it. I was just yeah. totally like, man, like it didn't move the needle for me. Like Nicole had his, had his, you know, time with us and he didn't really do much. And it was, I don't know, it was, but I apologize. You know, it's hey, I, welcome back, Nicole. Welcome on back. Come you, can, you can return ring. all the kicks and punts you want, buddy. And yeah. you, you can come in and blaze. I will say it. I will say it once again, though. Absolutely hate that he's wearing number 12. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I, why can't he wear 17? Why he, Richie James is on IR. Who cares? Give him a different number. Or at least give him number zero. I think, it's an, NFL, like, I think it's an NFL thing for 17. 12? Like, yeah, I don't love 12. I hate no. it. I would have preferred zero. Honestly, I don't like zero, but I would have preferred zero to 12. So that's why I only grabbed it. But welcome back, Mikul. I'll, I'll forget what number you're wearing. I'll just pretend I'm, 17. But. I'm happy that he came in and did the things that he does well and he's done well before and immediately provided those things right off the bat because after sitting on ice essentially in New York for like seven weeks, that's not easy to do. So um, I was was super, super happy with that. Yeah. Embrace me Cole for what he does and what he's, what he's not capable of doing. Like he was, you just got to embrace him, you know? 
the overdraft replacement for Tyreek and all the problems he's he was never going to be he was never going to be that guy and I think the expectations were hung a little high and you were never going to hit him. Yeah. So let's let's yeah. embrace Nicole for what he is and let's let's move on with our day. Exactly. The guy I started set proper expectations because of I've been saying it on this podcast now since he was drafted because when he got drafted it was immediately oh we got two Tyreek I'm like whoa 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 right. wait. Pause. Everybody take a breath. Oh, no. He's got to be half Randy Moss, half Tyreek Hill tonight. No, I I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but that wasn't (laughs) even Tyreek. Tyreek didn't even do that right away. Right. Tyreek was a lot lot better at the start, though. I mean, that's not capital. And so, yeah, he was also – there's also a difference between being drafted where you were because of the things you did. Because if he doesn't have the -the off-the-field problems, he's not drafted in the third round by the Chiefs either. So, you know. Things like that, fact. Hey, you know what? Welcome and, back, Nicole. We know we know so, how it, yeah. how his time has been. We've talked about it ad nauseum, but he's oh, back. Yeah. So, hopping over to the defensive nice side of the ball here. Hopping over to the defense, we saw the return of one uh, defensive lineman, Charles Amenehue, absolutely making his presence known the first game back. Um, he got a sack. He had a pass deflected for an interception, which was huge. Yeah. He was he he showed up today. The rest, the whole D line had a pretty good day. Chris Jones didn't end up tallying a sack, but um, he, and then the defense overall. Yeah, Charles got, got his. He fit sure. Justin Herbert right to Charles on that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, but the defense outside of the first like three drives, you know, like I said, we, they kind of took some time to adjust uh, to to Kelmore and and you know the, the Chargers were really running some explosive plays there. I mean, they were mm-hmm. they were going very aggressive mode and uh, just had to adjust, make some adjustments, and actually pitch the shutout in the second half. So. Yeah, How I mean, about that, that first that first quarter was just like so. You know, I'm up here in Minnesota, and uh, CBS did me the injustice of making me watch the. Oh uh, my the, gosh! Yeah, the, me too. Yeah. They did it to everybody. They did it to everybody. Like it's score update. It's score update. I'm like the Chiefs and Chargers are just going back and forth. I yeah. was like, I'm forced to watch this dumpster fire of a football game. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, through the, the Garrett's uh, graces, hooks me up so I can actually watch the game and. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Like, it was fireworks mm-hmm. right away. Yeah, it, was, it sure was. Well, it was. It was shaping up to be another another high-scoring shootout, and then right. things kind of settled. You know, the balance balance was restored a little bit in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense got it back together. The offense even, you know, was a little slow there. The, they, the first couple drives out of halftime for, for the Chargers defense, they, they really focused Travis Kelsey, and then they forgot about him again, so it was one of those things. But the defense – Throughout the entire game, had some, especially in the in the second half, had some very impressive performances. So, yeah. second half, secondary was- played really well. Brian Cook got an oh. interception, which was cool. Right, uh, we'll see that. Yeah, that it was a, it was that one too, having it bounce right off his shoulder pad. And I was yeah, like, catch it with your hands, buddy. Use your hands. I was like, Brian, no. Okay, thank God you caught it. All right, yeah. Jesus, I, I you would have never. He would have <laughs> never heard the end of that. Yeah, that would have been that tough. was that, the, that was a lollipop that was right. Just, <laughs> right. How many times oh, do you no. see this thing get dropped because defensive lineman's trying to cradle it into his pads and it just hits him in the face or off the shoulder and you're like, use your yeah. hands. I gave them to you for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Overall, you could tell that Justin Herbert was pretty uncomfortable. You know, I think throughout right. most of the, the game, D-line had a had a heck of a game. I mean, the the rotating yeah. guys that we have now that can keep fresh legs. And the constant motors churning over and over and over. The pass rush once these, you know, George is figuring it out. These these young guys they're they're rolling through it. It's gonna be 
Yeah, I think we've I think I think we've really settled on a good on a good group of pass rushers, um, which is obviously kind of evident by uh, some some NFL news, uh, which Frank Clark re-signing with the uh, the Seahawks instead of re-signing with the Chiefs, which we had kind of we had talked about. I think we had talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Being an option. basically came down to an active roster spot versus a practice squad spot. You know, yeah. the Chiefs right. are going going to to the practice squad because they've got a pretty full full room of of pass rushers so he actually goes to back to seattle he can actually contribute immediately um so yeah you know it happens i think uh, it makes sense because the chiefs have a really solid group of guys and once you see some guys like felix uh, develop a little more you know mike dana keep on uh you know he's had he's been a little absent the past couple games but he'll get back into form with with charles there george obviously has one of the highest pressure rates in the nfl like period i think he's like top five and George is terrorizing quarterbacks. He's getting all sorts of pressure. He just needs to yeah. finish. And this needs to yeah. finish, but that'll come. That'll come in due time. The, luckily, the- Mike's, uh, Mike's got four and a half sacks already. Mike's on pace right now for like 10 and a half or 11, something like that. Yeah. He's been, look, he's been, I, he's been having I, a great year. As much as we talk about the defense in the first half, some of it was they actually were the Chargers hit throws. Like two or three of those were back shoulder on the sideline. Oh, look, it's in the guy's pocket. It's not some of those you just can't yeah. stop. Like you're not gonna yeah. So a little bit of it was the Chargers made plays, and a little bit of it was there were some miscues that I think Josh Kelly they ironed out pretty quick. Right. That, yeah, well, that was a misread by somebody, and he knows it. He knew it immediately, and he whiffed, yeah. and out the back door he went. So, yeah. and as the last line of defense, you can't get, you can't whiff like that. And he knows that, and it, yeah, and yeah. that's why they. But they also didn't really let anybody else, the run game, Eckler, anybody else get going the rest of the day in the run game or in the passing game. Eckler yep. was ineffective entirely. Yeah, and with they did that, shut him down pretty well. Keenan when he's ineffective, they struggle. So, right. yeah, that that offense they adjusted. Eckler, you know, he's, he's the heartbeat there. But uh, it, it always makes me smile whenever we shut Keenan Allen down. He's for some odd reason that dude is always rubbed me the wrong way. By far, one of my least favorite players in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, he four for fifty-five. Joshua Palmer had a pretty good day. Five for one hundred and thirty-three yards. That that's. You know, he had the sometime. one long one, didn't he? That was the one that he, he had, had a, long a one. long one. He had a couple. He had a couple good chunk plays there, but ultimately the defense held and didn't even result in in many points. So, yeah, one overall, thing, the defense, no, they, one thing I've noticed just in, even the last couple of weeks is, you know, beginning of the season, you know, Josh Williams was was taking a lot of snaps as a starting other corner and. That's kind of flip flop with Watson here recently, so I'm kind of curious on yeah exactly what the story is there, or if maybe if Williams is just playing that much better on special teams than Watson was, I don't know. But they, they did this last year. They did this yeah. last year with both of them too, and I think with Spags and those two, it's Styles and make fights. They pick and choose when they want to run which one of them out there because you have your two right now. You've got your main. They know. 38 and 22 are going to be on the field. So with that, you've got those two guys as your next real, as your next options. And he picks and chooses his matchups for him when it's, I I still think when it's the bigger wide receivers, the physical guys, it's more of the Joshua Williams, which is why you saw more of him this week. And then when it's some of the other guys that you get more, you get more Watson because he's more of that kind of a corner. It's Spags has weapons on defense. He can pick and choose what he's doing, and when he's, yeah. the Nick Bolton injury sucks, 
because it takes one of those weapons away. Yeah. But I, Drew, you club them up. I love having Drew. Well, yeah. even with the club, man. Tranquil signing is going to be one of the sneaky top free agent pickups uh, of the season for any team in the NFL. Yeah. Hey, anybody want to remind that. me where we got him from? Oh, who, yeah, the uh, guy who just had a he had a sack this game. Oh, yeah, the other, the other team that we just yeah. didn't want him anymore. That's right. Yeah, That's Drew right. Tranquil's oh, development and- has been clutch. I think, like right. Kyle said, I think it might go down. One of the better signings just in – Chief for agency history. Yeah, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's impact so... he might have the rest of the year. But yeah, Nick Bolton is going to be out. The estimate was about four weeks. So he'll be back sometime in December, they say. Yeah. Um, just give that man a club, you know. Just get the surgery done, and give him a club, and get him back there in that other in two weeks, you know. I think he'll be fine. It's a contract year. It's a Dad, contract year. Club, I'm telling you, he doesn't. He doesn't just have, have one hand security like that. I wouldn't want to rush back out if I was him. I, I I know that we want him to. I yeah, wouldn't no, want to rush play. if I was him. Luckily, you have you have a guy like Drew Tranquil who yeah, you which, can yeah. more than count on in that role. Exactly. While you're gone. And we'll, we'll, we'll let Mr. Bolton heal up just nice and fine, and we'll we'll usher him and back. You let, in yeah. time and and you fed in, and you have, and this is what I was surprised. I was a little surprised, but I'm not now even looking at it. It makes even more sense. They kept like six linebackers, guys. They have Chanel yeah. still. They still have. Um, the other two kids Cochran. behind them, yeah. Cochran and yeah. I think Nick and, Jones uh, is on Cam, IR Cam or something. Jones. Cam Jones. Cam Jones is Cam also Jones behind him. Forty-four. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. they also have um, Connor. the other the other white linebacker. Shamari Connor, the the. Oh well, yeah, he's there, but they have another. They have another linebacker white linebacker. They use. They have right. another white linebacker. I forget his name. But uh, they use like a practice squad elevation on them a couple times, I think. But anyways, they they have yeah they have some depth at at linebacker. Not nothing to uh, really worry about as far as that. But yeah, defense, solid game from the defense. I'd say I'd say very another one very yet uh, again. What yeah yet again it was a very very impressive showing. Like we said, when the defense was down, the offense picked up. When the offense went down, the defense picked up, and then the offense closed it out with a, a two score lead, and uh, that was kind of all she wrote. So right. Yeah, it's a, it was a good game overall. A very complete game for the Chiefs, um, who now end up facing a team they just saw not even two weeks ago uh, in the Denver Broncos coming up this Sunday, which right. is a very weird little scheduling thing that happened this year. We've seen that happen a couple times for teams. I don't think this has happened to the Chiefs, really, um, since they've kind of changed up the scheduling. It's usually yeah, at the end of the year. Yeah, usually, they usually, usually do yeah. this at the end of the season. I don't know why it's like week yeah. seven and week nine, but yeah, yeah, it'll usually be like a week, like week fourteen and week sixteen type thing, or week seventeen. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, usually it's not even like a one game separation. But here we are. You know, we're playing the Broncos yet again, who we just saw and uh, and beat pretty handedly. Uh, what are we kind of expecting? Uh, there's not. I don't think they've changed too much. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really paid attention well, actually to what the Broncos have been the, doing, but right, right now they're getting very close to a to fire sale type mode as well. I mean, there's rumors that you know there's there's six seven quality players on. The, I mean, their top quality players are are up for for grabs on the trading block if the if the price is right. So right, yeah, they just beat the Packers, but I mean that's not much of an accomplishment. Um, no, it, it's not because the Packers mostly beat themselves that game. If you watch that game, they should have won that yeah, game. Another in about three game different for point. So yeah. obviously the offense still hasn't really found much of a, much of their rhythm. Um, and yeah. obviously I, they got shut down pretty handily by the Chiefs defense two weeks ago. 
So not too worried about Russ. They might try to throw some curveballs at us this time around and, and bring out some new tricks that we didn't see last time. But right. You've I mean, added you pieces to the Chiefs. Uh, you added Charles yeah. Aminihu, which you did not have last time. Yeah, that's going to be pretty big. Yeah, you look at the weird score, nineteen to eight, and and it by by all by all accounts, it should not have been that close. close. Offense, we moved up and down the field, and for some odd reason, just couldn't get out of our own way in the red zone, which was which was frustrating to no end. But mm. uh, I, I don't see I don't see Denver putting up a fight. I I don't I think it's, it's going to be a lot of the same. I think we figured out some of our own uh, some of our own issues uh, just last week, and the offense is rolling right now. To where I don't, I mean, I'm, it's it's going to be a thirty to ten game, something dumb. I just yeah. I can't see this Denver team caring at this point. Like they, it is tough. It is the tough. way that that the way that the locker room was after they lost two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then even even squeaking the Packers game, great. Well, who do we have after winning this Packers game? We can get on a roll. Okay, Kansas yeah. City, awesome. I yeah. mean, you added your your defensive line. the The main change from last game to this game is we got better, which doesn't exactly speak great volumes for what we've witnessed from the Broncos already, and. The other part is it's one side of the ball that got better. It's both sides of the ball that have already gotten better because we played arguably an equivalent or better defense, at least better defense this year in the Chargers and a division defense and destroyed it. Do I think that the Broncos are going to approach it the same way that the Chargers did? No. Do I think that Andy's aware of that? Yes. Do I also think that that as much as Andy says he doesn't save things? Yeah, he didn't save it. He just didn't call it yet. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't care what you yeah. call it, Andy, but I know for almost certain that the bag of you pulled out in the first game is not anywhere close to the bag of tricks you're going to pull out this game. No. Yeah, pre-save that he's probably going to want a, a more impressive win than last time. You know, I think. And they're really, going to want different really like, guys involved. Yeah, because and like we said, you know that that game really should have been a lot. A lot greater of a gap in score than it ended up being. Just a couple sure. random freaky things for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just kind of not really capitalizing on on red zone opportunities and and short yardage situations, which seems pretty fixed by now. It seems seems like that's been that's been humming along pretty nicely. Um, so yeah, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting defensively wise. They do have uh, Justin Simmons also on the injury report, who was limited today. Uh, so that would be a huge loss for him, as well as Baron Browning. Um, so yeah, it's, they, it, we'll see. We'll see like, kind of how. When, we talk, uh, we're, when we're saying this stuff, guys, like last game, it was they outgained him three eighty nine to one ninety seven. They had one turnover to three. The Broncos turned the ball over three times. There's the Chiefs had twenty two first downs. The game was nineteen to eight. The Broncos touchdown yeah. did not occur until six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Okay. Right. Like the game was never in doubt. It just never looked great. That's true. Yeah. And honestly, I, it was, I don't know yeah, that it's going to be much of a different script. It may be 30 to 10 because the offense finally puts two of those in the end zone instead of getting whatever that mess was in the first half field goal, mm-hmm. field goal, field goal. Like the, the first three field goals should have very easily been touchdowns. Very right. easily. Yeah. So I, it, it's just a matter of 
are they going to actually continue to do what they do or are they going to take a nap before they get ready to go to Germany? I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be an issue. This team's yeah. way too veteran for that. And also, they do currently like that streak that they have running because that's you can nice believe yeah. they hear about it and they like to have it in their pocket. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, sometimes you know you might call this a, a trap game, but the Broncos are just so I goddamn just, bad. It's, it's, I, it's hard and you to, just saw them. What's the faith. trap? Yeah, there's. It's, you you played them a I week don't expect, ago. Yeah, I I, I can <laughs> see a, a situation where the Chiefs really don't bring too much out of the bag this game and and kind of play it more vanilla and just get a win and probably not a, a too uncomfortable of a game. But um, mm. I also very much see a scenario where they. Uh, they kind of show off a little bit because they didn't get to as much oh, uh, they might. two weeks ago. So we will see. I would say, yeah, like score prediction wise, probably like closer like a maybe a twenty-four to nine or something. You know, maybe they have we, have we seen? Has and, there been any quotes? Has anybody said anything silly out of Denver this week? Have we seen? I sure hope not. Uh, nobody should be talking in Denver. Jerry Judy. I mean, <sighs> well, I, that hasn't stopped anybody in the past. Garrett now has it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, I just I mean, I, the only reason I asked that question is because, as Randy mentioned, they're nearing fire fire sale territory. And oh, by the way, guys, if they win this game, I hate to be the one to do this, but if they win this game, the division's over. Like, yeah, but I say they already over. have like a three game lead on everybody. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also another, and notable, they haven't even played Vegas yet. Yeah, yeah. Another we have not played Vegas yet. <laughs> They uh, they lost their other safety, Kareem Jackson, to a suspension. Yeah, suspension, yeah. Um, which this, this, somehow this got team. reduced. Yeah, from a four game to a two game, pretty dirty, pretty dirty player that we've seen it's out like of him so far. One but, of the you know. year. Yeah, he's been ejected twice, and he's had four penalties for that. So it's it, it's right. certainly something. I'm glad he's out because that means he's not going to hit Travis in the head or anybody else for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Good lord. But yeah, I Broncos are not I, in a good, not in a good spot. Um, if the Chiefs can put them to bed and get them to fire sale, yeah, man, like they always, like, like always, really the biggest opponent for the Chiefs in this game will be the Chiefs, um, shooting themselves in their own foot and and not getting it done when it's very easy to. You know, hopefully we don't see the uh, the questionable red zone calls and the goal line and the short yardage calls that we saw from uh, from Andy in the offense. You know, some little go for it. you just dialed down a little more vanilla, more a little more back or to go back for to it. Basics. If you're gonna do that stuff, also and go you get down yeah, there, also, go for it. And also, just like don't want to brotherly shove with your punter and kicker. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> a hurt punter, your hurt punter, yeah. with the bad and behind knee. your long snapper instead of Jason Kelsey. I, um, so yeah, oh, Jesus. Hopefully, uh, one thing we should definitely all be on the lookout for, we can't forget it, guys. Say it with me now. Is Taylor Swift going to be at the game? Who knows? <laughs> Randy, it, Randy is. We have a perfect record with her, Randy. I mean, you can't be too mad. And Travis, she's our Travis Ball. Every time she's, she's there, Travis has no, like if, if, Travis keeps, if Travis keeps showing off, for like he has every single that testosterone. Week. I think I think they might be getting a little testosterone going on before you know. I got two little natural, girls, little natural tea, natural tea. Um, you know they're big. They're they're listening to Taylor. They're excited. They're having a good time with it as well. So hey, if it brings more people in to 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 watch and, and be fan, be a fan of our team. Yeah. So be. I it, still man. enjoy it. Honestly, I and I enjoy as, it. What, they they have a handshake. I mean. Taylor Swift and Britney Mahomes have a handshake. Right. 
What kind of surreal fantasy land are we living in here, right. folks? I mean, I mean it may not be a fan of her music, but uh, from from all accounts and anything you ever read, you, she's got a couple. She got a couple bangers. My work has a couple of her songs on the playlist. Though that plays, she got a couple bangers. I'm not gonna lie. She got a few. It's not a full catalog, but there's a couple. Not my not my cup of tea usually, but for yeah. me anyway. Listen, she's definitely bought into being a Chiefs fan, which is kind of hilarious. Um, as well as oh, she's a cool. she's a fan fan. Like she's, she's in fan, at this fan. point. Yeah. And yeah, the funny part is, like, as Andy said, you know, like, Taylor is welcome anytime she'd like it, as often as she'd like no. <laughs> Come down to the sideline, Taylor. Maybe just come down and check out the sideline one time. Well, let's, she let's she can do that now. That she can do that now. She's part of the WAGS group. She can do that now if she wants to. Yeah. Wives and girlfriends. She can right. she Boom. can meander down to the sideline if she's so... T- now, they're going to have to bring that whole security entourage with her. But right. she can meander down to the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We don't. We don't need that circus on the sideline. They yeah. We don't need. All right. We'll, What's your we'll score prediction, it. Randy? Because Garrett already fired out his twenty-four to nine, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to give him. It's going to be like a thirty-four ten. Thirty-one thirteen. I think. I think there's just some wow. Broncos. Well, Sean Payton's like, I need field goals, guys. Can I have some field goals? Please take <laughs> field goals. <laughs> yeah. It might be a field goal fest. Where their kicker kicker is might. Might bet the over on field goals. So yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think we've. I think we've about done it. I think we've done it, guys. I think we've we've got a solid solid double episode here for Is you. That Only us one episode this week. To cover two straight weeks in a row, or three straight weeks yeah. in a row. By all accounts, probably which by the way is something they don't typically do is cover because the spreads get so silly on their games. Not typically, yeah, but you probably pencil this one in for sure. So, what, yeah. what's what's sitting at right now? What, 10 and a half? It's under ten. I think it's under ten. Last I looked, let me check. These odds brought to you by not a sponsor of this show and do not take gambling advice from us. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. I, I don't even get to do the fun gambling up here in Minnesota. Oh yeah, you're uh, not. You don't even have bummer. access to it. That's right. Bummer. First thing I do when I move to Arizona, give me that <laughs> seven, according to ESPN. Seven. Seven. Oh, that's easy. That's easy mode. Easy. That's too easy. Caesars yeah. Caesars so, yeah. has it minus seven. Also over Caesar. under at forty five and a half. I think I'm probably. I suppose it probably it probably would have been ten, but it's at home. You usually get three for being the home team, so it makes maybe sense. I don't know. May, yeah, yeah. I guess they covered the I eleven guess. in yeah. Kansas City, and it was ten and a half. So, I, all right. Whatever. So yeah, everybody tune in Sunday. It's going to be a, it's a it's the afternoon slate of games. It might be snowing. Guess. Is it really? It might be. It's in Denver, and there's supposed to be weather in the Midwest, including snow. Mahomes likes the snow games, so I mean, that'd be oh. that'd be very fun. That would be we'll, very fun. If you we'll see spin it, we'll spin it in anything, we'll if you see snow anything. on the ground, you might you might look at Mahomes's uh, props. That's all I'm gonna throw out. In I mean, he just threw for 400 see, yards yesterday. So I know, but yeah, if you see Mahomes snow on the ground, you might you might you might just, check it out. Just he remember, likes snow. he likes snow games, so. Yeah, everybody tune in. We'll be we'll be watching along. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, be sure to catch us next week. We'll probably be back to we'll be, we'll see how many episodes we got going next week. We'll try to get Tom back here. Hopefully, uh, get a couple the of crazy crazy world of life that we all live in and uh, busyness. But yeah, Chiefs football is is going good so far this season. I think it's nice to after that week one little eh, you know little hiccup, uh, we now sit at top of the NFL and clearly a top of the division. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's good times to be a Chiefs fan right now. Just keep on rolling. 
and uh, beat them donkeys. Uh, we're, one, uh, we're one drop pass away from still being undefeated. So crazy, crazy to think about. So people don't want to say it, but Chiefs are still number one in the league. I think so. Uh, top, thank you all. Top two five more. in all three two categories. Nine. Yeah, that's <laughs> a couple other teams that did that. All in the Super Bowl. Just saying. Uh, just be sure to follow us: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kingdom Says Pod. Check us out on YouTube: the Kingdom Says. Uh, Apple, Spotify, all your favorite podcasting platforms. And we will see you guys in the next episode of The Kingdom Says.